The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Tapes. My name is Zach Colligan, and I'm possessed by pinball. If you're listening to this, there's a glimmer of hope that I can instill into you the joy and fascination I get from this kinetic wonder. This is the Pinball Tapes. Hello, good people. I know, I know. It's been far too long between balls, but I'm back and extremely fired up again to bring you this very special edition of the Pinball Tapes. It may be obvious to regular listeners, but for first-time Pinball Tapes listeners, welcome. And also, I've been playing around with the format of this podcast to keep things interesting. Today, we are joined by my good pal, Duncan Burse. You may remember Dunk from our previous Pimble Tapes episode on the mighty Sinbad. Dunk was possessed by this swashbuckling knight of the seas, and it reignited his silver ball fever. Dunk gained a unique perspective on that game by frequently punishing himself over and over and over again in the pursuit of higher scores. For this deep dive, however, Dunk wasn't familiar with the game, so we gave it a good thrashing one night and then reconvened on another evening to wax lyrical on its biologically disturbing nature. What follows is our loosely structured chat, very loose, about our feature machine, the amazing 1981 Bally Widebody Machine Embryon. Oh, yeah. Designed by Claude Fernandez and art by Tony Romani, this machine is a beast. Trust me, after moving it around and working with the large playfield, I'm well equipped to comment on the robust nature of this behemoth. Beautifully made, though, I might add. To explain what you're about to hear, I'm going to add a bit of preamble here and there to the interview sections with Dunk so we can get some clarification. I feel I didn't quite properly explain what we're talking about at the time, so it's worth a little bit of explanation before each section, just in case you get lost in our rambling dialogue, which is pretty likely. So I hope you enjoy this chat as much as Duncan and I enjoyed doing it. Let's talk Embryon. So today on this special wide-body edition of the Pinball Tapes, we are joined by the ineffable, altruistic and umbilical Duncan Burse to chat all things Embryon. This is not our first foray into the heart of a game. If you hearken back to episode three of the Pinball Tapes, we talked a lot of crap about the glory <laughs> and soul-stealing nature of God leave Sinbad. In fact, I believe, Dunk, you left a piece of your soul with Sinbad. Forever. <laughs> I always desperately aim to impart the vibe of each game we address on the Pimble Tapes, but today is extra special. We have both my mundane familiarity and Dunk's delicious first impressions to wad together like gum on the sidewalk. Welcome, Dunk. Thanks for coming back to the car hole. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Thanks for that eloquent and elongated intro. <laughs> I try and speak like you I for a second. I thought it best to let you sit there for 20 minutes and listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> just really blow me away with that massive intro. I'm about it, though. That's I want to be introed like that whenever I rock up to anything ever. <laughs> like, come on the sidewalk, this wide body. What are you calling me? <laughs> I, did call you I can't get rid of this fat guy. I, call, <laughs> I called like, you umbilical. Yeah, you did call me umbilical. That sounds well, like I can't get rid of me. It's the <laughs> I'm, I'm well fed. Oh, oh right, okay. I'm so still okay. getting fed. I don't know, it would yeah. that be... Placenterish? No, no. I'm Placenterish. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a new a new term. But I hey, that's not kink work. shame. You know, that's not kink shame. Whatever you're into, you're into. Although placenta is technically out too. Anyway, <laughs> we've started. And to be fair, the reason we're talking about placentas is because our key machine today has got a lot to do with that, and there's much to unpack. Which oh, we will so do. much more than placenta. Mm. Looking at the picture now. Mm, it's like because it's a, a it's a beautiful game. It, it literally and the wide body. It feels like this 
retro experienced it doesn't feel like an old machine it looks like no, a sure. brand okay. new yeah. spanking machine but then you take the lights off and you show me that picture <laughs> and it looks like a half robot half woman who's been cut in half at the lower regions it's gruesome so is this the first wide body you've ever played? it is the first wide body yeah. i've ever wrapped All right. my hands so what's, around. what are yeah. your impressions on that then what do you think about the whole um wide body <clears throat> vibe i mean it's a lot like say with the stars which is obviously a classic narrow like just standard body that's just like bam 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 what's down bam 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 what's yeah, down but absolutely. the wide body because it's got all those extra little areas floating around at the top that you kind of you can keep the ball kind of like knocking around in yeah, there. Yeah, they're long games. That's what I yeah, find. Yeah, they, they are. They yeah. are long. And if you can get into the groove, um, but I have noticed with this one because it's got that big open mid-ground area, if you get stuck in there, then, you know, really tempting fate. And you, yes. if you can't get out of there, it's like... Ugh. There are dangerous areas of the embryon, oh, that's yes. for sure. Because, it's, it's I mean, this is a pretty good place there. to start because, I mean, the embryon's rated <clears throat> really highly. There's a lot of love out there for the embryon. You don't ever see them. They just don't come up hmm. much. So, um, yeah, beautiful game. And I should go back and say, right, talking about, of course, the mighty Bally Embryon, June 1981. <laughs> it's a solid state. And it was the last wide body by Bally before they became just Williams. 2,250 units sold. So pretty good seller like in the mm. time. Like not huge, but not too bad. Well, what's like a, what's like a, like a, like say, give us like a really. Well, Adam's family was like 20,000. Yeah. Okay. But that was next level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's yeah. like yeah, that's super popular. Yeah, but so you know, the, you know, it was so that probably would have seen as a <clears throat> mid-range success, maybe True. I reckon. So, but you know, I don't see how you don't have this game in your because I think they're all they're all fun, and then this one is just like that's a man in the future growing women. <laughs> Presumably to just have an endless harem. <laughs> and yes, and yes, we will unpack the art. Don't you worry about that. You've there, got to have this. There one. is much to discuss about that. I think so. It's the first time I played a, a machine actually where I think there's almost as much to talk about just its general aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. Like the, um, it's quite an imposing uh, figure in it the room, is, isn't it? Isn't it? So we're sitting in my car hole, and it's quite moody in here. <laughs> And the embryons looming over us, and once we we dive into the art, you'll see, you realise that we're getting our um, there's some eyes boring into the back of our souls at the moment. I can feel it as I'm talking. Now the artist, I looked up some of his other art, and I'll just show you some. So he did uh, a very famous one called Alien Poker for a start, and literally <laughs> it's what what it sounds like. So dial up the IPDV Alien Poker and check out that one because it's literally like what it sounds like. It's Alien Poker. It is a trip. Poker. It really just sucks you in. There's so much going on. Kind of odd art, isn't it? It's almost like it's painted. Mm, the the depth perception's of... all off, which yeah. gives it that really yeah. retro kind of wacky Yeah. feel. I love it, though. That's sick. I just love the creativity to be like everyone else is like seems to be you know, it's just very bad. The stars, very basic, a ship in space. Yeah. You know, Adam's family, Simpsons, everything's the thing. And then these, this artwork is just like, I want some aliens playing poker in space and I want a spaceship battle to be going in the background. This is the artist, Tony Romani, who did mm. that alien poker. And also, I want to show you this. He did another game as well, which is quite, apparently it's not a very good game, but called Gold Ball. And now there's a whole That locker. is sick. <laughs> So My this is favorite. the same artist that did. Yeah, yeah. Run. So this is Tony Romano. He did twenty three mm. games apparently for the. Um, He's got a thing with on the IPDB. <laughs> this is this if so the this embryon is all <laughs> embryon. He's, and this is all he's balls. Packing in the man on this. One. <laughs> yeah, look at him. That oh, he's reaching through the screen at me. It's amazing, isn't it? I've got these balls, but I want your balls. <laughs> That's what he's saying to me right now. <laughs> I know, like, and apparently that game's actually got a gold ball in it. That is a. Beautiful screen, though. Yeah, it's, so look that up the IPDB Gold Ball because you're right. Depth perception's a bit weird on some of those. So. It is, but I mean that adds to the whole retro vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It Absolutely. really is just like a, at a point in time. God, I love that. That's just so many ripped <laughs> men just... just all over the place. Just like <laughs> we walk hard, we ball hard. That's just this is what they're... that guy looks like. He's having a pretty good time he with that does. machine, doesn't he? Yeah. And his hair is perfectly bald. <laughs> <laughs> To go with the ball, but, and you thing. know the idea of having a goal ball. I don't know the history much about it, but having a goal ball in a game, it's ridiculous. You know, it'd be sick if the actual pin balls were gold in that. No, well, not actually not, gold. Not, so there is a gold. Sorry, oh. that's what I meant. So there's a gold pin ball in that, oh, I and love it comes that. out. I think during certain features or something. I don't even know how it works. That's sick. That's yeah. a, what a, what a cool what a cool feature. I know. I, I love all like that's the thing I love about pinball is every game has just these tiny little quirks and features that are just so special. 
to the yeah. game. Like, and there's, I mean, so far, most of the ones that I've played are just so, they suck you in, you know, and into their own little world. And they're just, yeah. And the great. sort of era, like with the, like with Sinbad and that, they've all got their own little thing going on. Like mm, Sinbad with the double, the double flip, flip <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> with the scissoring both left and right. Scissoring, yeah, that's right. From Embryon to Golden Ball to scissoring. <laughs> we cover everything. <laughs> <laughs> What's your kink in the pinball world? We want to know. <laughs> We've got it. We've got We're your kink. It. But you know, that, that's the funny thing about back glasses back in the day. They went from the 70s and the 70s was all about, you know, monsters and scantily clad women and that and some incredible art. And then they transitioned kind of around the 80s to sci-fi. And I'll show you some really good examples of that. Is There's an amazing wide body called Paragon. Oh my God, yeah. that is sick. That is just Conan the Bar. Yeah, bed. and I don't know whether we, no one can quite know. So dial up the IPDB Paragon if you're listening that to this. That is Excellent. And the that game is, amazing. is unbelievable, and it's a it's a really sought after game. Apparently, it's brutal. No one can figure out on that one whether he's is he saving the woman or is he after her. It yeah, because like he's, he's riding the tiger, <laughs> and his head like look at the way his head squashed into his. There's a bit of like there's a that's some weird. The head going into the yeah. neck is very messed up art. Yeah. So so at what point did um, pinball? I guess. You know, it seemed to be this creative thing, like I'm looking at the embryon. It's just this, cre- obviously this person had a vision. It's super creative, if somewhat way too sexual. And then, uh, yeah. but I mean, it, can anything be too sexual? The answer is no. Um, <laughs> but it's like, obviously that specific style that person was going for, same with stars, same with all these. At what point did they come, they seem to have become uh, like merch for a movie or a TV show? Right? Like, do they release these days things like the embryon? That are just like, here's uh, a creative crazy one. Uh, no, not, well, they have done a bit. There's a, only been a few, though. Most, it's all about that. That would be it's people all about who are passionate. Licensing. Rather. All about that. Because um, yeah. James, to date this podcast, like James Bond just got um, done because it was the 60th anniversary of James Bond. Mm. And they've actually done two machines. They've done one with ramps, one without. And so that's pretty in, insane. Like they've done one with score reels because mm. apparently the license is one. But no, it's all about licensing. And these mm. days, licensing is all that sells. It's what I love about these early eras where someone just had a crazy idea. And I think a lot of the time they do the play field first and they just kind of fit the album. They build everything around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the guy was, you reckon he just built that being like, look, I want to be in the middle, right? And it looks like a vagina. <laughs> and I want people to smash the... <laughs> Uh, that for a little bit and eventually that's how you get it to say embryon and that's how you like give birth to an actual person out of the machine is that possible and it's, so, that's what so, it, it's and so then yeah, the, I was like I guess I could do art over that but I'm not going to enjoy it because it's really hard to do art with a boner but it's so it's, yeah that's it's, it's like because that, that's what it is the machine yeah. it's a ball that you smack yeah and you have to hit it heaps so we're looking at the middle of the so looking at the play footage since we're talking about it there's a thing in the middle that people do say looks like a bit of the female anatomy. oh let's not beat around the bush <laughs> it's a fanny <laughs> that's what it is yeah which is pretty funny because of the theme of the oh game my God. Like, with the lights a, off it's so graphically a fanny yeah it's <laughs> I don't mean the bum. I mean the front bottom. <laughs> yes, yes, for our American listeners. Just for our American listeners. Not a, not a fanny pack. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is actually which is hilarious because the idea of the game is to uh, you know um, start the incubator and start the embryo <laughs> going, and you have to hit that a number of times mm. to get that cooking. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> get that cooking. <laughs> this looks like the type of game that, like in the seventies, a really conservative person. We'd be like, all right, here's 10 cents. Go down to the thing I trust you to play a, a not silly game. And they would walk in and watch their kid playing this and be like, you're never leaving the house ever again. <laughs> you're never allowed to play. Go and play with the again. robot vagina. This is, you can't be trusted, Timmy. <laughs> but Daddy, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> Where they come up with stuff like this. It's, it's crazy. Just, and so, like, yeah, well, since we're on the, I mean, the back glass. I mean, oh, my God. What are we looking at there, Dunk? What's what's going on? What so this you, is the way see? I would describe it. It's I don't know if I want to look at the actual one that's staring at me. Or the the picture is so much more brutal for some yeah. reason. <laughs> it's like Without a muscly back. man with the most intense look on his face, and he's standing above like this gelatin sack that has what looks like a vat-grown woman in it, and there's quite a few of these sacks all over the place. And he just seems to be birthing these women. We don't know why. What is he, we what can is he actually doing? What, what it do you seems like he's, he's birthing. So it's either, look. Growing space babes? Yeah. So look, it's either he's 
just a mad scientist who's out in the world growing space babes for his own amusement or he's the last man in the world being like I'm saving humanity well, we've all been there yeah but he's thinking himself into trouble. I'll save humanity by only breeding women and I'll produce with them and on the play field as well if you look very intense by the flippers sends you down into like a 3D image into the embryonic chamber because it's basically the nude uh, bonus babe in the middle of the little circle there she's in a very provocative position she and is. she's nude <laughs> that's right <laughs> I just love this game but I just love the look on the dude's face I love it it's so intense he just and that's means why business it's... doesn't he this is what space men do he's like this isn't about sex you fool <laughs> that's just a a nice <laughs> a nice thing on the side definitely said you fool yeah yeah you, you fool you foolish mortal. You fool. I'm repopulating, I guess. He's <laughs> That's what my guess know. is, repopulating. And then there's like, it's just very, it's very, you know, I get a very um alien vibe. You know, like the movie Alien. Well, that was, that was I was going to say, you mentioned the other day, which I thought was a really good point about what was going on at the time. And yes, that was really the time. So Star Wars was in 1977. Hmm. Alien was in 1979. And then Empire Strikes Back was in 1980. So it definitely influenced. And I think the transition from, you know, mustachioed men to um, that was um, was pretty clear in that time. Mm. I reckon that's exactly what was happening because well, it was popular. And sorry, I'll, I'll yeah, digress yeah. with mustachioed men. Do digress away. One of the greatest wide bodies apparently ever is this one. <laughs> Future Spa. Future Spa. <laughs> and, oh, just there's nipples. <laughs> Whoa, the, oh my god, the more I look, I can't actually look away from this. <laughs> you can't this. look away. Apparently that's an amazing wide body game too. Like, so funny with there these There ain't no wide bodies on this. That is just, there's <laughs> so a guy doing a bicep curls. There's a guy, they all kind of look like they're straight out of the Bee Gees, except they haven't got tons of chest hair. And, and there's kind of a little bit, a little off kilter of the art as well. Oh, amazing wide body. Yeah, and apparently it's just like, yeah, incredible game. And it that that was, that's an early, like a late 70s one. And then we kind of get to the more sci-fi sort of area. I'm just showing the play field as well. And there's like all these weird like kind of... It's like if Miami in the 70s That's was it. a game, right? Absolutely, just yeah. bikini-clad yeah. women, so half-nude men... And that's, I've never played it, but it's highly rated and talked about. People talk about because wide bodies, uh, the lament obviously is that they're too slow or whatever, but it's incredible, isn't it? Like, and where did that come from? So that's literally for our listeners. I know we're just visually looking at stuff and laughing, but if you look up IPDB Future Spa, it literally is a spa of the future, like a health spa. That's... And there's just people doing like various <laughs> nefarious activities in water. And just all dressed in space age. Yeah, it like... looks like a like a juicy fruit ad. Look at all these fit people running around. They're smiling while they're doing exercise, dude. I went for a run today. Let me tell you, no smiling. No, you no. Didn't see that. Oh. Unhappy tears in the pants. It's really it's, disappointing, it's, man. Yeah, just and then maybe I should have had juicy fruit. You know, I would have been like the future spa. But yeah, I mean, Alien came out like you know the it's year before. Nipples. So. There's got to be all those films, and they were just capitalising on the science fiction. Mm. So. There's a, there's heaps of Alien. All over this embryon, actually. I mean, the fact that it's like about an incubator, and that's what Alien is about. Is that like using oh, humans yeah. as incubators? Absolutely. But those images to either side of the embryon, yeah, that looks like the Geiger xenomorph, stuff. yeah, uh, head. You know, with its long, kind of really, it's, it's like deceptively dark, heads. actually. Now that I look at that, like it's deceptive. Yeah. Like, like it's not. It's it's humorous because it looks like a vagina, sure. <laughs> But once you we get, can past, all get we can all get around that. We can all get around that. <laughs> I beg your pardon. And we're all friends here. Who doesn't like a vagina? No, you're right. it's like, have you ever seen one by itself? Not for me. When you it's, start thinking about like the whole concept, it's actually it's, quite dark. Yeah, it is dark, isn't it? Yeah, like, and it makes you feel even more guilty about having a boner. Right. You've, you've just ruined the game. For oh, I'm not a guilty boner. I mean, you know, sigh. <laughs> let's get on with it. <laughs> It's beautiful. Now, I'm going to digress here because I know you'll enjoy this. This is just for you, man. While I was researching about films, um, I found this film, uh, according to the... I looked up the top uh, best 100 films of 1980 and apparently the 85th best film of that year was this. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, if you look up the IMDb in Seminoid... It's somewhere in the depths of space. A horrific nightmare is about to become a reality. It in Seminoid. <laughs> and so this is the blurb. A crew of interplanetary archaeologists are threatened when an alien creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal and murder them one by one. <laughs> and the poster is insane. Oh. It's a woman giving birth 
to an alien who's zapping the doctors as he comes out, and, she, and uh, nobody looks happy. It's not zapping the doctors. The doctors look like they're zapping it. But they're no, like, so, the zaps, they don't work. Is he not getting them? No, so he's got like little torch things on the side oh, of their heads. Oh, right. And they're zapping it in horror. And it looks like it's just like, is that the best you got? <laughs> Mama. Isn't that amazing for it a big film? horrific. <laughs> They're, so, just, they're just, they're just, oh, and the alien, you can just see, so you've got this screaming nude woman wrapped in a towel, oh. and from the nether giblets, you've got this like red floppy head and this three-fingered floppy hand, which doesn't even look like, a, it just looks like the, oh. Oh, I know, horrifying. And they're shooting it, it's just like zap. And I don't want to say that this influenced Embryon directly, but it could have. It's in the same Inseminoid. vibe. In Seminoid. I want that to be my new porn star name. <laughs> I am in Seminoid. Oh, no. A highly sophisticated sex robot sent back from the future. A, no, you missed the 70s, man. That would have been massive oh, in the man. 70s, I reckon. Oh. Okay, let's talk about the rules. Now, the rules of this game are really wonderful, and in retrospect, I really needed space and time to explain them properly, something I don't think I quite achieved during our chat. The positive that comes out of a rambling chat, though, is that you get to impart the feeling you get when you're battling a machine. I'm always trying to impart a more emotive response to games in the pinball tapes, because that's the space you occupy when you battle that silver ball. However, I'm also very aware that it doesn't make for a coherent conversation when you don't really understand the rules in the first place. So let's chat about some rules before Dunk and I expand on the idea. So Embryon basically has three main sections. The top right drop target section, the top left rollover lane section, and the embryonic chamber itself. Let's start up in the top right. So the top right hand corner is an area that you get directly from the plunge. The ball arcs around to your top flipper almost immediately, and there are three drop targets opposite this top flipper. If you hit the three targets down twice, you achieve a reward. There is an almost floral-like pattern of inserts that light one after the other and make it look like they are rotating. The issue is that you can't really choose an award with any real accuracy, as you cannot stall the ball on this top flipper, and the time you get with the top flipper is frantic and quick. So basically, you don't worry too much about what award you are trying to get. So the awards are Bonus Multiplier, Spots Letter, and there's four of those spread throughout the floral pattern, Spots Multiplier, Extra Ball, Collect Bonus, and in the middle, Special. And you only achieve Special after you've achieved all the other awards. So once you've hit three drop targets down and halted the progress of the rotating light, the award will be flashing. You then have to knock down the three drop targets again to cash in the reward. The only real tactical thing to do here is if you get the collect bonus award flashing. You are sometimes better off saving this award for when your bonus is really large. This is because you are not only given your bonus when you've knocked down the drop targets, but also when you drain the ball. So potentially you can get up to 59,000 times five twice so that's 295,000 times 2, which is 590,000. And that is big points in this game. It is also worth mentioning the saucer in this section. It's basically a ball cup that you put the ball in for certain things during the game. This is located in the top right-hand corner of the game. This is how you light the spinner by hitting it twice. Also, it acts as a ball lock when you achieve the activation of the embryonic incubator. <laughs> Something we'll talk about later on. When you hit the ball on this saucer, it also lights three star rollover buttons in that area, and that is an excellent way of adding bonus. Now, there is also the top left-hand corner of the game. This is a very important section and worth trying for to get big points. This is where you can achieve the bonus multipliers. To explain this, perhaps again, you achieve bonus by doing various things throughout the game. When you drain your ball, you'll be given these bonus points that you've been accruing as you've been playing. This section at the top allows you to get multiples of the bonus, which can lead to big points after you drain. To get up to the top left-hand side of the playfield, you shoot from the right flipper to the far top left of the playfield. 
there is an ideal shot that leads to a lane with the spinner in it. This spinner is so delicious to hit and it is accompanied with an amazing noise that Dunk and I talk about in length. You rip the spinner and then the ball arcs around to the right where there are three lanes with rollover switches in them. You basically need to achieve lane one and three and it will advance the bonus multiplier. Also, it would like the middle lane, lane two, which is where you can achieve the rewards that are available in this section. They are basically 10,000, 20,000, extra ball and special. And they are achieved in order, so basically 10,000 is the first reward. It's really quite difficult to shoot for these rewards and achieving anything on purpose requires some serious nudging up there. But the most important thing is to try and get lanes one and three. There is also a great rule quirk where you can either roll the ball through lane one or there is a pop bumper directly below lane one that if you hit that, it will achieve lane one for you. There is basically a cluster of three pop bumpers below these lanes and they cause mayhem whenever you exit that section. There is also the embryonic incubator. This is the third and main section of the game. And the idea here is to light the word embryon. To do this, there is a cluster of three captive balls in the middle bottom of the playfield in a uniquely shaped embryonic chamber. <laughs> I say uniquely in inverted commas. And this is something we'll discuss at length in the chat. <laughs> the idea here is to hit the exposed ball many, many, many times and you'll eventually light the letters of the word embryon one at a time. Embryon letters can also be achieved in other areas of the playfield as well. The great design feature here is that the ball you hit is stationary, but there are two others that can be sent left or right up their own embryonic channel to hit a target. If you hit both internal targets at the same time, the game rewards you with a sweet lightning flash and accompanying sound. Lightning effects on this game for the record are generally beautiful, but it is probably the only real choreography that you get from this magnificent game. The rub here is that this move is very difficult to do and it is a very, very dangerous shot. Repeated attempts here usually end in a drain or at least some very tense moments indeed. When you light all the letters and spell the word Embryon, it will light the lock to the top right hand corner of the game. You then have to shoot the ball into the lock, which is just above the section with the three drop targets for reference, and it will launch another ball into the plunger lane. With this other ball, then have to hit one of the drop targets on the lower right hand side of the playfield, and then hit the captive ball behind it to release the second ball, and multi-ball begins. And yep, it's as difficult as it sounds. There is however, no fanfare, no special multi-ball features, it's simply two balls in play. Don't get me wrong, it is extremely satisfying, just an absolute mission and a half. So let's get back to the interview. Here's Dunk and I talking about rules. Alright, so let's talk about the game rules. So it was a really interesting exercise because to set the scene, me and Dunk got together about a week ago and spent a good four hours, I reckon, yes. smashing the old embryon. And it was just an interesting exercise to see. It means playing it, though, obviously, not. That's right. It's still in one piece. After that whole conversation, they want to know did we actually (laughs) smash it or did we smash it? I I was winking then as well, by the way. (laughs) It's all clean. It's it's all all clean. It's fine. Clean enough. Don't worry. Clean clean enough. enough. Don't worry about it. Bit of a joke. Because I I went to a pin comp recently where um, we played with this player and he had four fast facts for the games, right? Well, he didn't say that, but that's my... I coined that phrase. Um, just just say, hit that, hit that, hit that, right, to get the best points. Now, I wanted you to get the whole vibe of the entire game. So I guess the question is, was it easy to learn? Do you think the embryo? Did you find um, that? Well, look, it's because it's the, the type of player I am, I'm very... I guess, pure pinball. I like the stars. I like something that I can master that's simple, that kind of relies on reflexes rather than... And I found that I got a lot out of that in the in the Embryon. And I was a little bit more difficult to master because the top flipper, depth perception when you're trying to play with a top flipper is very yeah. hard to get over. And once you get it, it's fine. I guess that's the thing about a wide body and what I was saying... Watching the ball started, go all, all over the yeah, place and is a lot. And people complain about them being floaty, but because... If you look at it like, okay, there's mini games within the, the major game, mm. and that's the best way to look at a wide body. But in saying that, Embryon's a really good example of a wide body that doesn't feel slow and No, boring. it doesn't It doesn't feel slow. Like I said, the middle ground is very... You can get stuck in it. 
So um, yeah, the top flipper. How'd you go with that? How'd you? How'd, oh, it how'd took you... me a long time, and I'd be like just flipping like a. You know, like a like high a school kid at a swim flip. carnival that's never swum before in front of the whole school <laughs> and they've dived in and their pants have just gone to their ankles. They're trying to swim with one hand. You know, I, do- I dove in famously when I was sports captain. Don't say it. And I did... No, my pants didn't come down, but oh. I did I did freestyle and it was breaststroke and I didn't know. <laughs> so I jumped in and I was just going for it and I could hear the people cheering and I was going for it and someone had to jump in the pool and stop me in front of everyone and say, dude, it's breaststroke. <laughs> And I had to start the race again, and I was absolutely You naked. had to start the race and I again. Lost. You know what? If I was a teacher and I watched you do that, I'd be like, you know what? All the other kids can stay at the end. You have to do that again in front of the whole school. I I dove in, like, and I, I came from like, and I'm like confident as all hell because I've always been like a good swimmer. Dove in, didn't tie up my fucking oh, bathers. Yeah, really? didn't tie up my bathers, yeah. And so I dove in. They went down to my ankles. But then get this, though, is I pulled them up. And I feel like it's just one of those things. Luckily, I managed yeah. to get it. And then no, I was, I swam the rest of the race with like one hand, one hand Did you win? and occasionally with two hands. And I, I just came behind this kid who was like, I told you I was better than you. I was like, well, let me just pull down your pants, GL. You go with your swim. You hold your pants. I, I wanted to do it again. Just like, let me tie it, you know. Let, we can do it naked if you want. Let's see. What were we actually talking about, by the way? <laughs> Does it matter? I think that's actually drawing up some memories. But we were talking about... We're talking about the top flipper. So just flapping around, which is unusual that I we found it very yeah, difficult a... to get over. Yeah. It's, but it's one of those things where it becomes more... Like, just, you just have to react immediately. Yeah, and it's just like not smack, lo- smack, And smack. it's so counterintuitive, as you said, from the bottom flippers, because you don't... The bottom flip is obviously controlling and you, mm. you caution. You just want to stab at it as much as you yeah. possibly can. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. I wonder if there's actual techniques, but I reckon top flippers are always different because they're always in different positions. And, so the ball, and they, they, it's really cool at the top there because you've got the bumper that keeps it alive for you yeah. as well. So you just got this kind of round little thing going. If you keep that going, it's it's sick. Um, but you can never pick the achievement the first no, time. No, yeah, around. yeah, yeah. So you just go for it, really. I like that it? wild card. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's as structured as things can be. It's nice to have like a a wild card element. Otherwise, if everything was structured, then you could just kind of break it down and figure it out and then just crush it. But you know what bit I love about this machine is the sides giving you those second chances. The thing that sucks most in the entire world with pinball is going down the sides. Yes. I well, hate that. So nudging. I've never nudged. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, game yeah. has brought yeah. nudging into my life. Yeah. And now I've gone from being like, no, 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 no. To being like, well, no, you, yeah, go nudge. Because yeah. it's a big part of get pinball. Oh, you I see do. the big You've got to move the machine. Well, yeah, and it's not about, you know, it's there's like a big sex move. It's just, you want to do it. I do it when it's well, just floating around the room. Doing your spare time, it's none of my business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, kink shaming. That's another thing. <laughs> kink shaming. I would like to be alone with the Emryon for a moment. <laughs> I'll just press pause for a moment and come uh, back. No, 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 no. Let's, let's film that. Let's, let's, you, let's record but that. But in this game, <laughs> it actually is a promotion to nudging. It says this is what mm. you are supposed to be doing because you've got the really wide one on the right-hand side mm. and you've essentially got a reversed inline outline and that so, so And one of them you're supposed to nudge it up and the other one you're supposed to nudge it side to so side. So that right one I love, it's like as it comes down, there's also a flipper you can unlock. Yeah, so the flip, you can flip, flip it back is in. so good. But yeah. it's not just a side bit. It's a side bit that has a like a... a Post what? in the middle. Yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say poop stick. What's the actual technical term? <laughs> post. Pretty simple. That's from my lovely wife. <laughs> she calls it the poop stick when it's in the middle. <laughs> um, uh, it's, again, it's not a sexual thing. It's nothing to do with... You know. It always comes back to <laughs> It's not my fault. All right? It's the embryo's fault. But um, yeah, it's... Bounce, get, it's, just, it's lucky. You get but one good still, chance. Oh, one good love, chance. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Because there's nothing worse than being doing well... And then it's like the machine is just like, not today. Outlane, yeah, outlane. Oh, yeah, Stars is renowned for that in my it, mind. It, it is. It, once it's in the outlane. The outline, simpler games are often like yeah. that. They'll just, yeah. they'll just gun it right into there. Yeah. And so you got it's that chance. And because wide bodies are renowned for being a bit slow, it's a bit mm. more time. You can you can clearly see what's going on. You won't always save it. What I like about that is you get one good shot. If you whack it too much, you'll tilt it. All right. So what have we talked about? What about the top left-hand side of the play field? So you got the spinner. Now, Evan talked about the spinner. This is one beautiful spinner, and it works so well. And the sound accompanied with it. The sound is, is so elite. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a mechanical version of you know that whistle hum like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a general like that tone. thing. That's a pretty good general tone for I'm the people in general. But it's like at the same time, I, I noticed this before you did as well, which makes me feel very smart. But when specific sounds happen, specifically that yeah. one, 
every other sound yes, on the machine stops absolutely and it yeah. isolates it and yeah. because it's such a dope sound yeah. you just get left with this like bang yeah. <laughs> and then you come and back just, to it yeah, yeah. And, and, and it makes you want to hit that and the shot to the spinner which you have to get from the right flipper up to the back lanes is such a satisfying one when you get it getting those lanes is so important to the gameplay as well yeah and I, I enjoy that part of it um, at the same time. That is, like, just left open to luck as well. You just kind yeah. of go like... I mean, I haven't done the uh, the nudging so much up there. I, th- I don't know if you nudge when you go I up do. There. I try because yeah. impo- it's so important to get lane number three. So you It's get like on. one, three, and then two, right? That's, like, the way it works. You've got three lanes up the top there, and you want to get the outside. Three. So one and three. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny, this game, you've got... The left-hand side is about multiplying the bonus... And the right-hand side's about getting the bonus. So it's, they're kind of important in both mm. areas. Because when you hit the pop bumper beneath it, that triggers lane number one as well. Oh, so does that's it really? A, yeah, yeah so that's know. another way of doing it, which is really, really cool. So. Oh, that's sick. That, 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 the whole section's quite difficult to get to in general. You're right, it is satisfying to hear that specifically because you get that sound. And it's very satisfying. But it's yeah. very hard. It's a very weird concept to go... Because like, on so many other games, I'm used to being able to hold the ball. Yeah. And then I like to hit preferably I like to hold the ball with the right flipper and go for things on the right. Yeah. I just feel kind of like with the left, I kind of like doing that with the left as well. Yeah. So this game works predominantly when you go from the right flipper and you arc the left and left flipper yeah. arcing the right. Absolutely. And you just keep that going. And, yeah. if you, and if you can nail those two shots and just keep everything up there, then that's how you win. the You, cru- you cruise through the game. You Absolutely. It. Yeah. But it's just those shots. They're so difficult that when you get it, the rewards are so damn satisfying. Yeah, it's but when you get that the right hand side and it goes up the side, it goes yeah. and it gets in. That's equally as satisfying. Yeah, it just, it gives, a- it, there's a lot of payoff to both of those going well. So the top right, so l- it's bonus the lock hole essentially, yeah. and you light those bonus rollovers, and then it makes the sound yeah. every time. Then you can get six hundred bonus by going up three yeah. and down three. Wonderful. And what you forget in Embryon is that. It's quite slow to the flippers, so you don't ever really need to control that much. Yeah, you don't. You don't really need to. But I mean, I find, like I said, when you get stuck in that middle ground and you can't get out, it really helps. Well, it's just because well, when that, you're stuck in the middle, middle ground, ground, it's just going by. Its, oh, it's just it's just hanging around by itself. <laughs> um, so let's go down to the to the embryo. Oh, yes. So so the funny thing about this game is, uh, and, and Duck knows this very well, is that <laughs> to get the embryo, to light the embryo <laughs> is really, really difficult. <laughs> yeah, which is the... Say it. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him what you have the, to smash do. Smash the fajajaj. Um, Say it slower. <laughs> <laughs> Say it twice. You do. You have Say to keep smashing them. And it's such a... Cause so you've essentially got three balls in like a sort of a Newton's cradle thing. You hit the front one, two other balls sort of arc around in the nice little... Um, yeah, in those Vagina. little chambers. <laughs> and you've got to hit that, like, a light embryon. You've got to spell embryon, and then you light the lock, and then you have to hit something else, something else. And it's such a difficult thing to do. And when you get multi-ball, <laughs> two-ball multi-ball, nothing else happens. Yeah, it's just... And that's... I love how you said, like... The guy was like, and that's the point of the game. Spell embryo is like, what? So the game stops? No, the point of the game is to get the high score. But he's just like, no, this is the point of the game. Smash the Vajiji till embryo happens, and... And then it's just it's it's so it's such an obscure thing. But again, yeah, I love that. I love just yeah. having a bizarre so feature because every I've watched you play it, and I'm always just like, it's a happy little gimmick when you accidentally smash it. It's like, ooh, like, yeah, woo, yeah, I smashed the special spot. But it's like you know, I concentrate on getting the points. But then, like, say for you, I've watched you do it, and you like. You'll do it. You've, you've been crushing the points. And you'll be like, I'm going to start going for the embryo now. So I think it's when you're doing <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, yeah, exactly. that's when you feel like, you know what, I'm going to start smashing it. Because <laughs> my mate George, who owns the game, he came over and played it after because I did it up a bit for him, just cleaned it up and stuff. And when he came over, he had this crushing game and he basically had done everything. And he's like, I'll go for embryo now. Yeah. So that's yeah, the way you yeah, do yeah. it. I, it seems like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So we've got the drop targets. You've got one on the right. Three on the left, and they've got captive balls behind them. They are such hard shots, they and you really never hard. go for them. Because you have to drop the drop target, then you have to hit the ball that's behind the drop and target. And then it resets the drop target and do it again and again yeah, and again. Yeah, there's just multiple little G-spots. So just like hard. Wait, just wait over the game. I find it's interesting with those shots. If you can trap the ball and go for those shots, it's not as dangerous if you do them on the fly. But because the Embryon's a game that you kind of play on the fly, mm. that's super dangerous the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and particularly because on the left, like on the right, like we said with the single drop target, you've got well, yeah. Underneath that, you've got 
the the what do you call those alleys on the left that sink down and you lose the ball? The outlines. Yeah. Outlines. So the outlines. <laughs> the big outline. With yeah, the, the one the, the one on the right is good. It's got just like one little post that yeah. half the time, more than half the time, probably it bounces back yeah, in. Yeah, there's a little gap on, on my on, yeah. on the left. Yeah. It just there's a sinker to go straight. So it's got these like all these different little alleyways that just and it's really cool. It's a really cool little uh, feature. And it's it's very much just like it's waiting to get just shotgun down the middle. So it's very hit and miss, and you do have to do a lot of um, nudging. It's fun to nudge though because that's hard. So yeah. when you do nudge it right, yeah, and you can, and because the other one, like we were saying, the nudge on the right is you up. have to bump up, Put, and um, the one on the left one. is like shake. You have to so, shake them and trying to shake the machine because it's a beast, and you have to I... shake it hard though as well. Yeah, because, exactly. Because especially when it's shocking, and I think that's where the art form has to come down because it can yeah. shock them down so fast. You have to be like. Ready to go. Ready to go. So yeah. you have to be like, bam. And so that's where I think, yeah, the, the art of the nudge really comes in on that left-hand side. And it's a bit hard to describe. And it's the glory of a wide body that there's such a massive section over there because you've got so mm. many bits can go under the plastic and apart or it comes around the what would be the outlane, but it's, the, it's a reversed inlane outlane. Mm. So that they, they can afford all that space to do all that stuff. But the design process behind that just fascinates me. Yeah. If I was a tournament player playing out in the wild all the time, I'd probably know there might be a game with a similar mm. inlaid outlay, but I've never seen one like that before. So I do, I do enjoy, and that's like I guess the the thing about the wide body that is pretty cool is that all of these little side quests, they are just kind of like side quests. Uh, they're just little, side, right. they're little side quests, little and they don't quests. really matter much to the overall. That's not how you make the biggest score, <laughs> but it's like it is just a very cool feature that you can just say in like a long game. You know, if they weren't there, you'd be like, oh, God, I have to spend another, like, 10 minutes, you know, yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get the next high score. But this Absolutely. is, like, these little features at those moments, they keep your interest peaked. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, uh, I think, little it, features it, like that are amazing. really important in, like, a game, say, unlike the stars next to it, which is just, like, two cowboys in a western, just like, <laughs> kablamo, just kablamo. And then it's like, oh, it's Take over, that, now someone's dead. That, yeah, 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 exactly. And oh, then, you think you're good, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Why I order. It's like, interesting too. I've actually attempted to try and get the drop target thing happening. Like, actually made a point of the playing one, the game. The ones so on the, the left. So the really mean. low ones. Oh, so yeah, that yeah. you got the single one on the right, three on the left with the captive balls behind them. So you, you know, knock them down, hit the captive ball. I've tried to do it in a game. I tell you what, it's just it's I hard. Have, I kind of want to do it because <laughs> I've actually borrowed this game off a friend of mine. Thank you, George. Love you. And I just want to do everything before I give it back. And they are, that is such a hard thing to do. Yeah. It's well, a, I mean, but it's like, like that's the that's the beauty of pinball. You know, yeah. when something sucks and it's hard, yeah. <laughs> you want to just be like, oh, I'm going to nail that. And then when, when you start <laughs> nailing that shot, man, you just it's like you're here in your car hole by yourself at two in the morning, <laughs> hopped up on Mountain Dew, and you're just like, it's you man. crush that shot, and you're just like, no, look, you turn around, man. you look around, and everyone else just like, are you not entertained? <laughs> are you not entertained? And your partner comes in and it's like, shut up, I have to go to work. <laughs> I've sometimes come out victorious. And, and my lovely wife's gone, mm, that's nice. <laughs> she doesn't discredit it totally. Uh, doesn't, she knows, um, yeah, when you get a high score on your own, that's what's oh, like, that's, Yes! That's, that's, but that's like, uh, like I grew up with brothers, man. I'm used to dominating other people. Like yeah. I've got this part of me, like when it comes uh, to competing with another person, yeah. I can always rise eventually to kind of like, but it's competing against yourself, which is why Absolutely. pinball is like the elite because you just... You know what they say? There are you no see rules. Your own house. Oh. It's all personal. Oh, it's all personal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found it's, that too. It's the last... not a sex thing again. It's not like a... <laughs> the last comp I went to, as I said, I, I, I haven't been to many comps, but the last one I went to, I played really bad against players who were kind of like maybe a little bit better than me or a little bit lower than me. But then the better players, I just played better. You're just like, no, I can do this. And but that's because when like you're good time. at something, it is an undisputable <clears throat> fact. Indisputable? Undisputable. It, Indisputable. Me English, that impossible. <laughs> um, we can make up words. When I you, do it all the time. It's, it's pretty much a fact that when you're really good at something, um, and I say this from experience with other games and other things, like I'm a weapon at foosball yeah, um, yeah. and Super Smash Brothers. You've been trying to coerce me to get a foosball table in here. Oh, yeah, but you get it. And, and, and 64 Smash Brothers, by the way, for all you nerds out there, because anything outside of that, you're just wrong. But, um, so, Ooh, them so fighting them, words, peeps. Them words. Them fat words. <laughs> but... I find I am so good at things, and then if you play against people who are not that good, they will always bring you down to their level. But when they, when you're playing, it's like with anything. When you're playing yeah. against someone who's freaking awesome, yeah. you're like you'll be because you because you are yeah. that good, and it takes someone that good to kind of bring it out of you. Yeah. 
And that's the same with anything. Yeah. So, which is why it's good to play with like people who are better, like like with yourself, yeah. who's obviously just a total nerd uh, <laughs> with with the pinball. And obviously, like by the way, so just so we're clear with the crowd, Zach has this habit of bringing uh, pinball machines into the Jade. Uh, which is the 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 bar the, the where venue. the whirlwind is currently yep. residing? It used That's to be right. the Sinbad, and then we've noticed a little line. trend, little trend here, <laughs> where ever someone starts to get slightly too close to the high score, <laughs> all of a sudden the Sinbad it's, it's gone. gone, it's gone. I brushed in a hundred thousand points of that high score. Woof! Hey, it's gone. Fair, not only is it not gone, not isn't it gone? It's not it's even been, here. It's given to another person. Well, that's thanks to George. Oh, I was hit why, by a car, and it's right. dead. It's on life support. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks to George. The only reason we've got the embryon is because I swapped Sinbad for the embryon. So oh, that's very, punishing. Very could be punishing convenient. George right now. That's Which is why I've seen you just practicing this all the time. Being like, <laughs> he'll never get the high score on this one. That's right. The cyclone, like, yeah, they were getting, people were getting too good at that, so I had to get it out of there. So you should watch out. Where are the stars, man? I was seeing your high score, and I was like, you know what? I can see myself dedicatedly getting up there. So the the embryon the embryon is definitely a, a di- more difficult machine to start edging into that high score range for sure because mm. it's like I think you just it's it's all about getting it up into that top section yeah and it's and funny if you isn't can, it and in- you can get up there confidently and yeah. you can and you smash yeah. down the targets multiple times most people who are used to a regular size thing yeah that's the hardest thing is like being used to the fact that you have to push it away from you, whereas in the small machines, you're expecting it to come flying back down yeah, and just absolutely. whack away. Yeah. So, and, and the thing about it is if you don't get those shots, you're going to be hitting the embryon in the middle, and that's when it comes back super oh, fast yeah. at you. Ooh, and yeah. then, so that, those two shots are so... But yeah, if you get those, so said, those two shots consistently, there's a shot on the right flipper, a shot <clears> on the left flipper that you want to do every time, and if you get them, it just, things can just rack up very quickly. So. Oh, yeah, like like um, like it's it's ridiculous. Like watching uh, the way the games we played before, you know, I've got like a 400 thousand which is not like a ludicrous score um and an embarrassing score but you know i couldn't keep it up in those top score things nearly as much as you but i have played you, it a lot more to be fair. yeah no absolutely but you <laughs> would only keep it up there maybe double the amount as me yeah but you were still getting like you know close to two mil and it's like and it's it's one of those things that was just once you get comfortable working in those areas yeah. and working up there so that's the thing that I was not comfortable. I'm yeah, like okay, I'm like panic sure. flipping trying to like yeah, yeah, right. again it's that depth perception <gasps> of trying to get comfortable with smacking it and because it's important to get there's three drop down targets on the right but yeah, you get me, the features. You, you need it. You need to get comfortable with yeah, the ball those. coming back to that flipper because yeah. it's like it's like oh, spray and pray. But and you also, want to be a bit more calm. What you realise it. it's you're better off going for the higher ones first because the lower ones are a bit easier to get. And it's kind of an interesting game where there's so much luck involved as well. Oh with yeah, this one especially on the left hand side. Yeah, with wide bodies because you're bouncing around up the top there with all this room. There's a real amount of luck, which is kind of fun. I mean, if you know what you're doing, uh, as I was saying to you, the only real jackpot thing to get is to max out your bonus, yeah. then max out your multipliers, and then if you happen to, by chance, on the right-hand side, get the collect bonus during the game, you can get it then and when you drain. But that's really the only tactical thing that you can do. Mm. And you have to, by chance, get that. Lit. Yeah, it's, again, it's yeah. a very... Again, it, there's a lot of chance. Yeah, which again, which again pay is, attention um, to it as well. So is yeah. what drags the game out a bit longer, I guess. Anyway, yeah, I have really long games on that one. Yeah. I find, but it's on fireball as well. To be fair, you get a lot of extra balls in that game. Well, you'd need to, wouldn't you? With a, with a gigantic <laughs> vagina in the middle of the game. You want as many That's balls right. as possible. You want to uh, fill them up as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. this is the only game that every man plays hoping to impregnate the thing. <laughs> you know, Damn, finally I got exactly what I wanted. <laughs> So let's talk about the sound of this wonderful game. There are many excellent guttural sci-fi flavoured sounds in this game. It was actually a really fun experience to listen to the sounds and talk about them as they happen in the background. It gives you a very immediate response and I hope it comes close to the reaction that the sound designer of this game wanted from the humble pinball player. I can't move along here though without first mentioning the callouts. We may have briefly touched on them but the callouts in this game are truly excellent and worth some extra loving. I think the vibe is that it is like the ship's computer speaking to you about the many stages as the embryonic chamber fires up. Right out of the gate, it even talks to you when you turn it on and tells you whether you've got it set for three ball or five ball. 
A little something only really programmed in for the operator, but also very practical to remind you how many balls you've got it set for. I love stuff like that. We then begin to grow a friend. First, the incubator is turned off. Then, the embryon is functional. Embryon functional. Then, life support is activated. Life support activated. And then, life support is functional, and the final stage begins. Life support functional. Final stage in progress. My favourite call-out, however, is really hard to hear, and I only discovered it when I broke down the sounds for recording. Basically, when you've achieved multi-ball, and it releases the locked ball, it simply says, Commence life. life. I think there's a little something in that for all of us. Let's talk about some of the audio. Now, what does this make you feel, Dunk? <laughs> what do you feel? What are they trying to impart to us with this sound? It's pretty ominous. Oh, this isn't is it? the just the like the continuous yeah. sound that's happening yeah. over the whole thing. Well, I actually thought this was the end of game sound because no. it's very ominous. This you know just... what it sounds like? It sounds like. Uh, do you ever play Doom or Duke? Nukem? Oh yeah, absolutely. This yeah. sounds like. Like a like something out of that. It's very old school retro sound. It's ominous as hell. Yeah, I think it's setting you up to to expect some <laughs> some terror from the game. Perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I know it's probably the the idea is it's a heartbeat. Uh, it's really making me not want to get someone embryon. pregnant. It's like this is what will happen. <laughs> doom, doom, like, doom, so it's doom. Birth, birth control. <laughs> Don't do it. The sound of birth control. But is it? Yeah, it. it because it's funny we were talking about before, and you were saying it's kind of a bit darker than we thought the subject matter. And yeah. is that? It's. I mean, they want to create tension, I guess, with games. But with the whirlwind, they had this thing where they had the lighter sort of music, and then they create the tension. That's straight out of the game. That's like yeah, like giving you like a. But this happens when you're just waiting with the ball. Yeah, yeah. That's in the just plunger. that's the general that's background just going. noise. Yeah, that's, go- that's awful. Yeah, but in, in like a in like a really cool way. And it is interesting because we joke about the embryon and its vaginal nurse but it is it is it is semi ominous yeah it is it? Like, it absolutely yeah uh, ominous <laughs> <laughs> so many words so many words the, so many words in the urban dictionary yeah after well this i one. mean yeah <laughs> the embryon just brings it out of me oh the favorite sound the spinner so good something about that spinner and as you said it mutes everything else on the game and just that's all you hear and you know you've got it because it just—it's the bass, yeah. and you can't—I don't know—you can kind of feel it through this, but the bass, and it's like you never really hit that shot, so you hit a dope shot, and then all this crazy sound all over the place, and all of a sudden everything cuts out, and you just get this. Yeah, it's genius, isn't it? Because it's all the same tones, isn't it? They've gone for real subsonic kind of. Mm. Just so basic and beautiful satisfying. sound, isn't it? And it spins for a long time. It's like a, it's like a hover car in Blade Runner charging up or like zooming through <laughs> gears or something. It's now just it's so so retro. It's just so awesome. I could listen to that. All yeah, day, it's very sad. And because you know, I never make that shot. So uh, this for me, it's like God. I can't stop getting it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just hitting it every time. This is dumb playing it live. That's amazing. That is actually what's happening. <laughs> Just for my self-esteem. Oh, that, and that's just the sound of a good spinner, too. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And the, a spinner is something that can never be underestimated in a game. Because, I mean, obviously, stars, which is next to us, just staring at us here, it's all about spinners. And not necessarily just because that's the main points, but the, the satisfaction you get. And mm. the, you enjoyed that chime action when we played it last I time. I loved that, Like yeah. getting the bring. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, there's something about them. It's but, such a wonderful invention. And I feel like this is these these two games actually right next to each other are the first time that I've even considered the spinner. I've never actually yeah. cared about the spinner. I think because when we played the Sinbad, oh those spinners oh, suck. suck donkey they do. they balls, suck. and they it was suck. just and it would just suck. Best uh, but, drop targets were spinners. Do I got yeah, yeah, but but this has made me really enjoy the spinners. Yeah, like especially just because yeah, just the audio experience is yeah. just so satisfying, and that's and that's such a necessary thing. I think when you've got a really hard shot, yeah, getting it, you need to be rewarded with yes. those sounds. The sound because, of good uh, pinball design, man. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. 
Because otherwise, what's the point in playing it if you don't get the reward of no. like like the cue of like you just did something dope, good for you. Absolutely, you are not just a participant; you're a <laughs> mad dog. That's what you need. It's funny, Zach Many from the uh, Pinball Network who hosts this whole thing. Hey, Zach, how you doing? He talks about being a moment maker or point chaser, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a moment maker. So, especially the new games, you know, there's so many sequences that go along with them. But that's a classic example of that, I reckon. Where you know the points on that are okay. You know, a thousand a spin if you get that lit, which is by the way you need to hit the lock shot on the right twice to get that lit <laughs> which is not in the instructions yeah I no. find that really interesting is um with the Embryon the instructions don't lay out all the rules that we know of that game oh really yeah so how did you, did you just figure that out through no through my mate George oh, he, oh, he yeah, just figured it out that's mental for yeah. a game that complicated with that many things I mean that maybe that's like part of it that's fun is like you know exploring it yourself, and that's right? like a yeah. that's a computer game thing, you know. Is like exploring a world and figuring out all these little bits that you can do. Yeah, it's just Maybe funny it's though, because it's not so complicated. It's not like a modern Stern game where there'd be twenty pages of rules. All those could be spelled out in a couple of pages, I reckon. But same time, you know, it's kind of fun to find that yourself. So mm. yeah, absolutely. So the glorious noise we want to talk about now is the bonus. Here we go. Feel it, feel it, feel it. Can you feel Next it? Next one. <laughs> so good. It's amazing. So it's like at the end of every game that there's always got to be a satisfactory bonus noise. Ironically, though, Sinbad was just bloop, 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 bloop. But you learn to love those noises, don't you? It doesn't matter what it is, but this game lets you know. <laughs> lets you know you did good. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're hearing in the background is five times the maximum bonus. So that's as good as it gets. And it gets quick. Two, three, four, five. Oh, <laughs> it even raises an octave in that last Yeah, yeah, it does. does it? Yeah. And every good game, when you get max bonus, should give you a little special treat. Because the cyclone gave you a little tune. Yeah. When you got five times bonus. So, and that, yeah, and it, it's funny thing like with the older games with stars, it's just one chime note. Ding, 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 ding. And it can go for a very long time. But you learn to love all the sounds. Yeah. yeah. Depends, on the, depends on the game you're playing, man. Yeah. This one is very fab, though. It's, as you said, it's like a, Tommy a, gun. an alien Tommy gun. Yeah, it is. Tommy guns in Futurama. <sighs> well, what do you reckon, Dunk? Have we done it? I think we nailed everything. I think we <laughs> nailed that embryon, to be fair. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I am a sophisticated sex pinball machine. <laughs> Sent. So much going for it on so many it, it sultry levels. And so what's your overall impressions? Do you really? You seem like you really like it. I really like it. And I think yeah. like the, the way, you know, it's it brings out the competitive nature in me where it's like it exposed me to a couple of areas that I don't necessarily use, yeah, such right as... On. Like nudging, alternate flippers. Yeah, yeah, nu- yeah nudging yeah, yeah. was a huge yeah. one. It interested me. To, I, the thing is, I probably still wouldn't use nudging, say, with stars. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't it's, seem like it's, it's part of the no, game. No, it's very important. But but there, but there we go. And it's it's probably. And I might have that opinion now when I play other games. Because again, it's like all these and all the good players. You see, it's the same with any sport, right? All the good players know when to use those tools, yeah. but have all the tools in their arsenal. Just, yeah, it's a great game. I will impregnate your mind. <laughs> Do we have a name for him? What do you reckon his name is? Uh, uh, Vagitron. Hey, <laughs> 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 I, I am on a vagtastic voyage. <laughs> That's a good name for a pinball machine or a film. There you go. <laughs> the vagtastic voyage. I think the vagtastic voyage would have to be a porn at this point. Whereas Embryon is a semi counter porn, you know? You know, it's about getting pregnant. That's right. It's about, and maybe, uh, it doesn't say much about caring for the embryo. No, yeah, you know, it's, it's about growing the embryo. Out the airlock, you know. <laughs> oh, well, another mistake. That's the goes. beauty of making my own women. <laughs> Good old Arnie. He knows what's up. <laughs> Well, thanks, man. Uh, Appreciate you talking rubbish with me again. <laughs> and I hope everyone thoroughly enjoys. I uh, thoroughly yeah, enjoy what we said. I think the embryo brings it out. You know, <laughs> it it brings it out of everyone. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much, man. Appreciate yeah, dude, it. dude, happy to come anytime. <laughs> See the embryo. The embryo. Oh my god! Like we're oh out. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Pimble Tapes is an original concept written and edited by me, Zach Colligan.
The original music in this episode, including the title track, The Octagon and the Saw, were written and played by my band, The Sea Thieves. You can listen and follow The Sea Thieves on Bandcamp, Apple Music, Tidal and Spotify. If you want to get in touch with corrections and comments, you can email me at thepinballtapes at gmail.com. I also can't leave you without shamelessly plugging my wife and I's cafe bar and event space called The Jade. If you like seeing some live music, having a party or simply enjoying an excellent coffee or cold beverage, while playing pinball of course, then come and visit us at 142 to 160 Flinders Street, Adelaide, South Australia. At the time of this recording, the mighty whirlwind is on site in our cosy heritage front bar. Keep an ear out for future episodes, and I have more games to explore with you. Stay cool, Daddy-O. Zach signing out.